0: And welcome back to the Everyday Heroes podcast. We are so glad that you've taken the time to spend with us today and just enjoy a wonderful, heartfelt, and transparent conversation. We really enjoy our program on Wednesday. We do a different kind of show on Wednesday where we talk about individual words that are attributes of character and integrity. We really have some wonderful conversations, and I am so glad today that I have not one but two special guests with me today. I am Stacey Johnston. And I am proud to present my co-host for today, Kathy Holland. How are you?
1: I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. How are you?
0: I am well, thank you. We're so glad to have you. And thank you for taking this time just to banter this back and forth. And what we hope is that we leave some mind candy for our audience, a little piece of something that they can think on for the day and see how it applies to them. We have a wonderful guest with us today. This is a delightful lady with the most wonderful energy and the most amazing zest for life. So we're super excited
2: to have her join us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to present Mary Beth Johnson. Thank you, Stacey. What a cool announcement. (laughs) And Kathy, it's nice to meet you as well. I'm so excited to be here. I love bantering, you know that. Well, off we go with this
0: conversation. So let's get started. The word that we've chosen to talk about today is service.
1: So we're going to see if we can't
0: look at service from a couple of different perspectives. We know that service is a pretty big word, and it applies to lots of different people in lots of different ways. So we're hoping we get some great perspectives. Mary Beth, when you hear the word service, tell me what comes to
2: your mind. Mm. Goodness, so many things. Um, and no, a church service does not come to my mind. <laughs> but it could, you know, worship service. But no, service, I know what you're talking about. Um, absolutely it is serving with heart serving uh, in in ways where it, it's not about me it's about the other person there's mm-hmm. so many ways that we can serve just it, with every really everything we do just from the, the- the common out and about doing things like, you can consider serving someone by just holding the door open for them. So that can go from, from very minute things like that into uh, where you are serving an organization, maybe with uh, supporting them, um, serving anyone, serving your family. There, it, it, To me, it's just all about do, uh, I don't know if I want to say doing for others or just, you know, I love the word instead of saying do, I love to say, who are we being? And so I would rather say be of service, mm. not do service. Do is too much like a task and it's something just to check off. Mm. So to me, I like that. serving is like who we just, who we are and how how I want to be, I want to be a servant leader. I, I want to focus on who I'm serving. Um, whatever comes from it, it's beautiful, but I love it. It's just about serving. Yeah. I love it. So remember,
0: keeping in your mind I'd like to come back to a phrase you use, servant leadership. I'd like to dive into that a little bit in a minute and define that for some of our audience. Kathy, how about you? When you hear the word
1: service, what comes to your mind? Well, I know that the first thing that comes to mind when a lot of people hear the word service is what's in it for me? What do I get from what you provide? But for me, Mm. I think it all comes back to having an attitude of servitude because Mm. I don't, I think that, you know as a a family or in an organization or on a team there's not just one there's not just one winner and in order to get the whole team across the finish line you have to be able to serve each other and pick up each other's slack and give the 10 when they can only, you know, give the 10 when they do the 90 or sometimes you have to do the 90 when they can only do the 10 but you have to be willing to reach out a hand of service. You. you have to have an attitude of what can I do for you? How can I help you?
0: Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, that concept of service. So the other day I came across something and it just really honed in something that I believe that service was intended from the beginning, right? I think that, that things were put here so that it could help something else along the way. Listen to this thing I found, and let me see how you feel about this. It said, rivers do not drink their own water. Trees do not eat their own fruit. The sun does not shine on itself, and flowers do not spread their fragrance for themselves. Living for others is a rule of nature. We are all born to help each other. No matter how difficult it is, life is good when you're happy, but much better when others are happy around you and because of you. Who? I love that. Oh, I did too. I just thought I said that right there is what service is about.
2: Right I think and, we're, and and, we're here. Uh, one one thing that I love so much is just because it's about nature and I love nature. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you started talking about flowers and the sun and trees, I'm thinking, Oh my word. Um, that is that is really, really good. I mean, think sharing. about that. They are created for service.
0: They're created to serve mm-hmm. a purpose, and mm-hmm. and I believe that we are. I think God looked down one day and decided the world needed one of you because you had mm-hmm. something to offer and a service to give the world that no one else could provide.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And He picked that out just for you. So I think service is also an honor, right? That He felt like mm-hmm. I was worthy enough to serve His purpose. And so I, yes. I think that if you take service as an honor and a, and a moment of gratitude to thank you for seeing me as worthy of that, yes. then, then it changes what service is about for you. It's no longer a task or a drudge. It's an honor. It's a blessing. It's, that's something that I can
2: do to get back. I have a thought um, just then, too, that uh, of the honor, that's a perfect word. We get to do it. I love to think about every, in any way that I serve, rather than thinking of that I have to do it, or um, need to do it, or should. That I get to do it. So there's your mm-hmm. honor, right there.
0: Absolutely. The sun gets the to
2: of- shine on
0: us. <laughs> right. The rivers get to flow and give us fish. The trees get to provide us yes. shade. Right? And so if you look at it like that, it's easy to see the honor in that for me.
1: Cassie, what's your perspective on that? Well, um, I think that I had a whole train of thought, and then I totally lost it. (laughs) But I I think that in recovery, one of the things that they teach you in the beginning is the best way to get out of your head is to help someone else. Mm. Mm-hmm because an addict alone is their own worst enemy. So, the True. best way to get that gratification and to get out of your own head and to get out of, you know, what 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 it is that you need right then, you get to fulfill a need that someone else has that someone else has while at the same time gratifying your own needs.
0: Mm. Right. I believe it was John Maxwell along the way that said if you want to get the things that you want, Mm -hmm. help other people get the things that they want.
1: One of the things I like to tell people is that the best way to succeed is to make sure everyone else does too. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I love that too.
0: So Mary Beth, I watch you every day in this life we live (laughs) serve continuously and relentlessly and just every single day you serve in such a huge capacity within John Maxwell team within the people that you serve with and I know in Mary Kay for so many years you served for so long so when you think about your message what's your message to people if you're going to deliver something on service and you're gonna go this is this is what I want you to get what is that what would be your message on service
2: Well, to 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 first look at it as a as an honorable thing and a get to thing. It doesn't have to be a, it, it it's not a have to thing. And um and then going back to what I was mentioning earlier about look at service as being and not doing. And being the person, so so when I look at, at wanting to be all that God intended for me to be and to live a life of significance, adding value to other people, and being of service, then that's just about being and becoming. Um, in in mm-hmm. Now, in doing it, in doing the things, In serving, it's just it's a beautiful cycle. The more you serve, the more you become a servant. The more you become Mm. a servant, the more you serve. It just is a cycle, and it just keeps going. And you don't even think about it. And and uh, now here is a huge thing: examine your motive. Absolutely, Mm. examine your motive. You got to keep that good and pure. Like I say, it is not about me and and what Kathy was saying, how can I help you? So it's all about the other person, serving the other person. But um, that has really helped me a lot in, I don't know, the last probably 15 or 20 years of my life is just Stopping for a moment and say, "Okay, now what's your motive about this, Mere Bass? What what what's going on here? Why are you doing that?" And uh, I can quickly pick up if it's a motive that that I don't like, you know, if it's a selfish motive, and then right. I'm going to say, "No, whoa, 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 whoa." So you know, right. have to be I have to be very honest with myself and very vulnerable about it. Um, mm. But but that. That motive is a big part of it, too. I am That's not doing point. it to impress right.
0: That's a beautiful point, because I think there's a lot of times people find themselves in service because they think they have to, or society wants mm-hmm. them to, or they're called to because they need political office so they need to be they need to be out there, and so their motives behind service are not genuine, and it mm-hmm. shows It shows Cassie, yes. so let me ask you one question from a different perspective, and let's get this in before we close. How many times do you think people get uh, a limiting belief in their head? I don't have enough money. What I have to do, Mm -hmm. what I have to offer is not valuable. Um, People don't want to hear what I have to say. I'm just a nobody. I'm just a person. I'm not anything. How many times do you think thoughts and limiting beliefs like that get in the way of people stepping out into that life of service?
1: All the time. You are your your own worst enemy in your head. You can Mm -hmm. block your blessings quicker than anybody. Mm. So what can you love that? Go ahead, Cassie. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. I I think that uh, we're a lot more detrimental to ourselves than we would like to be. And a lot of times we look for a scapegoat to blame that on. You know, but mm-hmm. someone else to blame that on, and there's there's not one because it's all in your head, and mm-hmm. that's one thing you have control of.
0: Right, I agree. So, I think it's very true. I love your your own worst me so many times. Mm-hmm.
1: That is so that.
2: powerful, Kathy. Block your blessings. So, from a coaching mm-hmm. perspective, I would I would say what. What are you doing to block your blessings? What might you be doing? When have you observed that you block your blessings? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, how good. do you
1: how do you block your own blessings?
2: Yeah, how do you?
0: Mhm. Mhm. Great question. And I think that's a great yeah. place to leave our audience today with that thought, right? How do you block your own blessings? And what does service Mm -hmm. mean to you? Because I know that if if we look at the population in the world in general, service means so many different things. Like you said from the beginning, Mary Beth, service can be something merely as kind as opening the door for someone. Or or serving in, in a huge capacity. So there are so many realms of service and so many places that we can serve. And I just hope what we've been able to do today is give our listening audience food for thought. How can I serve? What does service look like to me? And where do I block my own blessings? Perfect end for Mm. that, Cassie. So, Mary Beth, I would like to thank you so much, my dear, for your time, for your wisdom, for your passion, for sharing with us today.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. So many good takeaways here. Kathy, it's wonderful meeting you.
1: It was wonderful to meet you, too. I had a great time today. Thank you. Kathy, thank you for giving us your time today and be willing to co-host
0: with me and step in on Everyday Heroes, the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you also for, for just taking a few minutes and spending some time with us. And as we do every week, we're going to lay our challenge out to you. And how do you verb this word? We want you to take the word service and verb it in the next seven days. What does that look like for you? Recognizing that you can serve at home, at your job, in the community, there are so many places that you can serve that require nothing but a heart of service. We want to thank you again. Everyday Heroes podcast is brought to you by Enlighten Up and the Hero Builder. If you know somebody that we need to talk to, if you would like to have banter a word of integrity with us, or just reach out, please feel free to do so at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com.